just a bloke in a bar. You know what's uh, weird is like, when I grew up, I didn't know I was weird. Yeah, right. So like when people, people go, I'm such a weirdo, real weirdos don't know they're weird. Yeah, I know. That's true. Like even now, even now, like in, I don't know, I don't even know if people still do think, I mean, I assume they do, but like, <laughs> I don't feel weird. You know, mm. like, I don't feel like I'm strange. I feel like really normal. Yeah. Well, you're just being, well, you're being you. I know, but do you understand? I get what I, you mean. Like, I don't, but people are like, oh, fuck, it's weird. It's like, what, like, what are you talking about? I'm super normal. There's, yeah, there's a difference between actually being weird or being different and those people that try to be weird to be. Well, yeah, then they're just, they're trying to be weird to fit in because then they're That's like, right. I'm so unique, but everyone's unique. It's whatever. But yeah, I remember <laughs> I've said it on the podcast before, but I'll never forget it. Um, it's a couple of years into my NRL career and Barrow pulled me aside. Sean Berrigan. Yeah. And like I was struggling to fit in with the boys. And again, I still, I, at the time, I didn't understand why I didn't fit in. Like mm. I just didn't get it. I was like, I was like, well, if I just be nice enough to these boys, like for long enough, they'll, I'll fit in. Mm. Um, anyway, so we I'd played a bit of NRL and he pulled me aside at the Normby Hotel. <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday and like grabbed my like kind of shoulder shirt and it was like, listen, man, you're a bit of a weird cunt. <laughs> But we respect you. Play good footy, and we respect you. You're a bit of a weird cunt. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell? I don't feel like I'm weird." How'd you feel after that? Like, was were you stoked I was after that? Stoked. Yeah. Stoked because it was tough, man. Yeah. It was tough, like, and not not tough in the sense of like, eh, I'm fucking, I'm a victim. So, feel sorry for me. That fucking carry on, like, oh, so it was just tough because I wanted to be really liked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I wanted them to see how much I cared about them. And you, uh, so you didn't understand why? I didn't understand why. Right. Like I was desperate for them to, f to really see how much I cared about them and how far mm. I'd be willing to go on the footy field for them. And but they they didn't see it. But uh, like growing up, one with soccer, one of the all like the rep coaches and that they always said like. The one thing that he needs to work on, first of all, is left foot. So I was a right footer. So yeah. they just said, we need to work on left foot. Touch kind of, but not really. Um, so they wanted me to be ambidextrous. But the only the only other thing I always got feedback on was body language. They're like, body language doesn't look like it wants to be here. And I would, it would make me crazy. Because I'd be like, oh, this is like really? everything I want. What do you mean I don't want to be here? So I had to really work on body language. Like, And then even when I got into league, it was the same problem. But was the, was the body language like a... Um like an anxiety thing or was it just is this just what you were it just, who you i'm were? just thinking yeah i'm just thinking i mean you yeah like, i guess i look grumpier than i am i guess i look <laughs> angrier than i feel inside yeah yes or no yeah yeah definitely like i'm used to it now but certainly when i first met you i was like the fuck really yeah seriously fuck man <laughs> <laughs> let's see that's that's the thing and it was i tell you what was crazy and again i'm, I'm completely used to it now but like You'd, you'd come in and I'd be like, oh, must be in a, must be in a, like a shit mood or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But then as soon as you fucking turn that camera on, it was like, bang, totally different what? person. Yeah. What the not hell? so much anymore. Not so much anymore. But like, or again, maybe because I'm used to it. But yeah. Well, because you know me now. Yeah, because I know you. But so yeah. you know whether I'm actually really in a shitty mood yeah, or whether yeah, yeah, I'm not. For sure. But yeah, at the start, for sure. Yeah. Really? Yep. What the hell, man? It's just like, I don't get it. It's just my face. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Yeah. And I'm not the like, I hate that. Like, hey man, how you going, bro? Yeah. How's your weekend, dude? 
I tell you what, one of the first things you said to me was um, like, oh, I just, I hate fucking like calling people and like having small talk on the phone. I'm like, thank God, I fucking hate that. <laughs> so we never, we like, I, I don't, like, I know I get it. Like to be polite to someone, you're like, hey, how you going? Yeah, of blah, course. Blah, blah, blah. But like, like when I text you now, I just, I didn't say, well, can we just say whatever? Oh, it's, like a, it's like an ongoing conversation. Yes, no. What do you need? I just, I just, yeah, as with a, maybe it's a bloke thing. I don't know. And well, clearly I'm bad at it, really bad at it. But like, let's get it done. Yeah, I don't, no like, mucking around. You don't give a fuck how my day was. Yeah. Don't pretend like you give a fuck. And honestly, unless something's wrong and I can help you, like if, like for example, you, like mate, I had a really bad day, I'm upset, fucking oath, we can sit, we can talk about it as long as you want. Yeah. But like, oh man, like I was late to this and I was late to that. I don't give a fuck, bro. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Because I hate whinging. Because that's what small talk usually delves into. Mm. It small talk always eventuates whinging, for sure. Like, and I just phew, does my head in for like, sure, and, and especially in a workplace. Like, you just we're trying to be efficient here. Yeah, we're trying to get it done. And like, bro, you know I care about you. Yeah, honestly, that's why. Like, I fucking gonna get all cliche, get all corny here. <laughs> yeah. But it's why I love my wife so much. Is she's like the first person in my life that immediately knew how I was feeling and what I could offer. Yeah. The first, like that was a, that's a, for the whole, my whole life. And it sounds stupid to say, cause like, look at how great life is. And, yep. and it's almost, that's why it's always, I remember the first time that I went out, we went to a festival this was years and years ago. And like, like all these people like, you know, bloke, big, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you all actually like me this much? What the fuck? Like, it was shocking to me mm. um, because I'd been so used to like going through life with me going, fuck, I wish they just knew how much yeah. I actually cared about the situation. Yeah, right. But I don't want to be like, bro, I care so much, man. You know, I just let my actions do the talking. For sure. That's the way I always saw it. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I can't change. That's just like who I am, bro. Like, yeah. You know? That that part of you, it, I, I'm the same as well. Like yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't muck around with, with small talk ever. Well, no, but I mean like looking like in oh, a shitty looking. mood yeah nah, 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 but yeah. not being in a shitty mood yeah i know it's like i've never walked in here and been like fucking hell maddie nah, never like literally never but like and maybe that's the whole berrigan thing like okay maybe they they know you now a bit and they realize this is who you are it just takes <laughs> right. people a while to warm up because well, like because that's the thing so at the broncos like yep and it meant everything to me because like finally like they see how much i care because that's all i kept thinking is like they don't like, I will fucking do anything for the boys. Like whatever the fuck they want, I'll get it done. Mm. But they just never really felt that way. And, and it's clear that's my my fault. And I knew always knew it was my fault. I was never like, oh, I feel sorry for me. And so I went away to the Warriors and everything like had all this off field stuff, like, you know, really bad relationship. And I didn't put myself out there and I really regretted it. Like that I, I just continued on that path of like, hoping that they would see that i really cared um because like i remember they the warriors rang the broncos and were like how do you get this guy to like show he cares really yeah yeah what how do you get this Fuck, like, i didn't know that yeah like how do you get this get him to like show he cares and when i found out that i was like what i was like man i cared like i cared yeah. i just i just i fuck i, I just show through my actions yeah like, if there's a big play to be made or a chase to be done like i'll always be anyway um and so that's so everything happened to Warriors and I really regretted like not putting myself out there so they could see who I was so they could and not, it, it clearly probably stems from all the bullying that I copped at school and shit like very lonely childhood so that's probably the fucking reason but mm. anyway so when I went back to the Broncos 
I was like, nah, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to be Larry. I'm going to like get into the banter. I'm going to talk shit. I'm going to fucking spray the boys and just fully go all out. Like, and so, and because it was always in me. Yeah. I just didn't do it because I just didn't know how it all landed. For that. Sure. Anyway, so yeah, went back to the Broncos and I just started like talking shit. Like, honestly, so I went back to the Broncos initially and then, you know, really put myself out there, really good stuff. Went away again. The third time I went back to the Broncos, I swear they kept me in that first grade squad because I would just tell stories on the Monday review session to get the boys happy because we used to do this thing called Keith of the Week. Yeah. And um, everyone got to a point where they were too scared to tell like on other, other person. So Keith of the Week essentially, did you see someone doing something rotten? Like, you know, did you see one of the boys telling a chick that he played for the Broncos? Stuff like that, real rotten stuff. Anyway, so it got to a point where none of the boys would dob on each other because then they would get dobbed on the week after. So oh, yeah. they would base, they would fucking, I'd be sitting there. I hadn't been out, hadn't done anything. <laughs> and they'd be like, fucking Kempi, fuck what'd you do? We know you did something rotten, you know. And then they'd G it up, like they'd all be yelling at me like, fucking get up, can't rah, rah. I'd I'd make a story up on the spot. I'd be like, man, hooked up with like three chicks, man. I'd, I'd told him like he scored four tries for Para. It was fucking best <laughs> night ever against Para. Like, told him I was this close to Origin. Like, just fucking, just like, just full on porkies. Yeah. The biggest lies ever. Like things like, just the biggest lies you've ever heard in your life. And the yeah. boys would be fucking loving it. Mm. And I swear they kept me around just for those poor. And to make it even worse, they knew it was lies, but they still gave me Keith of the Week every week. Yeah, nice. Did, so when you came back to Brisbane. Did the people that were there when you were there the first time, did they comment to you, you're no, a fucking different person? They, they in a roundabout way, right. were just like, he, just totally different. Yeah. But it was just because, I, again, I, I, you know, I know people put shit on me for the soccer thing and, you know, <laughs> like I always bring it up, but I feel like I don't. But anyway, <laughs> the soccer thing, I don't think you understand how different it was for me. I, like, so for you, for example, when you and Guru talk about junior footy, like I remember the before day. the show the other day? Yeah. And I said to you guys, you don't understand <laughs> That doesn't exist to me. I had nothing to do with rugby league growing up, like nothing. I didn't go and watch any games. I don't know any of the, the good teams going up, the good areas, nothing. I was purely in soccer. Like my plan when I was younger was when I'm, as soon as I finished school, I go over to England with my brother and we start playing soccer. And he ended up getting a contract offer from Norwich, which is just under one underneath the Premier League. And so the plan was that they would, he would at least get me in the door to, to get trialed at some or start in local league and then hopefully go up from there. You know, maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't have made, I don't know. Like I'm just, he got offered a contract from Norwich. Yeah. But the reason why I didn't end up going over there was because he, um, he got homesick and he, because my dad's like fully into education and you know, he worked at Catholic education, helping like disadvantaged kids and blah, blah, blah. So he didn't understand like the politics of sport and he, and he didn't do sport at a really, really high level. So he didn't understand. Whereas if, we could go back to that time, my dad would have been firmer and said, no, nah, mate, you need to stay over there because yes. you're like, it's going to be, it sucks. It's going to be, you know, lonely, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, a different way could do it if, if we had more money because we didn't have any money. Maybe we could have sent my mum over there. or my dad, You know what I mean? Because like if he is in Norwich at 18, mm. which is one under the Premier League, the average wage is like hundreds of thousands oh, of dollars. It's huge. Yeah, massive. At 18. So there's a chance that he could have potentially made a squad eventually. I don't know. Um, and so, yeah, he came back. Eventually he ended up yeah, having a stretch fracture in his back. So maybe it all worked out well. He's a doctor, massively successful now. Mm. So when that, uh, that all fell through, that's when like at the same time I was mucking around playing footy with my mates. 
And so that's how that all came about. Like there was no part of me that was like, oh, I'm going to play rugby league. Like, yeah. Like, I'll be honest, I didn't even, I disliked rugby league. I thought it was a really? brutes game. I thought it was a stupid game growing really? up. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because so I was just so into soccer. Like I was so deep in it. It's crazy. So like, I know you've, you have told the story a little bit, but like how, how long was it like seriously when you played your first game of footy into being in the Broncos? Well, it's okay. So in, when I was in year six, I played footy for my school, just a nothing school. Yeah. Made South Coast. Then they, they're like, when I made South Coast, we went away to state. Um, Darius Boy was in the side, I'm pretty sure. Went away to state. They, um, you know, kept asking me, you got to come play at this club, this club. I was like, no, no, no. And then didn't play any more footy. So, like, I played maybe 10 games yeah. in that season. 10 games. Didn't play any footy. But actual footy, not school footy with a non-footy school. So, like, then got all the way till year 11 or 12. So, it's like... That in that whole time, I'm purely focused on soccer and all the Queensland stuff. Blah, blah. Got to year 12, played the school carnival. So you're looking at like, let's just say 10 games being super generous. But that's not like, that's not actual footy because we're in the B comp. So oh, okay. our front row is like 80 kilos. Yeah. It, it, it's just, it's not actually, you know, it's footy, but it's not. When we're talking about like actual under 19s playing, you know, for the under 19 Broncos side, which was West at the time, and, and you're playing genuine rugby league with positional, like, people playing certain positions because that's what they suit would have been so 2005 played so so i've told the story before so i'll tell it really quickly at the start of 2005 i was only supposed to be be signed with the broncos for the under 19 side so to train with them yeah i rocked up to training one day and they said we want you to come and train with our uh, clydesdale side which broncos reserve great side so they brought me in and that's the first time i ever saw petro seven and wayne bennett at, at the club and so they're like, we want you to train with our Clydesdale side. So we went down to the Clydesdale training instead of the under-19s, never trained with them. Went down to Clydesdale's. There was a big circle with the reserve grade coach talking to all the new recruits coming out of school into this under-19, uh, Clydesdale's reserve grade squad. And these were guys that had made state. So all the, like, and we're talking about 2005 Broncos. So we get the best of the best. Yep. Um, and so there's a big circle with all the under nine, uh, all the under the school kids that have come out, all guns, like the best players that you can fucking get out of school. And the coach went person by person and was like, "You're ready to play reserve grade. You're ready to play reserve grade. You're in reserve grade, obviously Queensland Cup." Yep. The only person that he said you are not ready to play reserve grade was me. Wow. Because I was a little skinny soccer player. Yeah. Anyway, so I just was like. When you're young, you're naive and you just fully back yourself. I was like, yeah, right, whatever. I disagree, whatever. I didn't say it to his face, obviously. I was like, yeah, sweet. In my head, I was like, I don't, I disagree. Then we started training. First two tackles, shoulders start cramping up because I have no muscles there. Mm. You obviously probably remember that story. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so out of that whole, whole group, all guns, I was the only one to play reserve grade the last seven games. Fuck. Wow. Yeah, so, that, so seven tries in seven games. Then, so oh, really? wow. I, I'm just going like, this is playing for the Clydesdales, like this is crazy, you know. But in my head, I was just like so confident of my athletic ability that it was yeah. like, this is just the way it's supposed to be. Looking back now, you're like, this is insanity. I was going to say, so obviously in hindsight, it's crazy, crazy small amount of time. Mm. But like when you're a kid, did it, did it seem like you, it no. was a quick progression? No, it, I was too impatient. I was, and, so, and that was, 
it was a gift and a curse. It's obviously, if I had have known how crazy the decision was, I never would have gone to a league. I would have stayed in soccer yeah. and, you know, done what I did. Anyway, so at the time I was just so confident in my ability, like unbelievable confidence that I'd just be able to pick it up. So that season ends. We're in the off season. We're about to head back into the next season and I'm supposed to be, I'm on $25,000. So the first season I was on $4,000. Second season, $25,000. And I'm supposed to be training with Clydesdales again. Yeah. Anyway, so... So is we, this coming into 06? This is... This is 06. Yeah. This is 06. So 05 into 06. 06 yeah. So 05, I'm sitting at South Bank in Brisbane with my, you know, young girl... Like, we were both young girlfriend and boyfriend back then, obviously a thousand exes ago. <laughs> um, and I get a phone call from Ivan Henjak, which was the assistant... I'm pretty sure the assistant Broncos coach at the time. Yeah. And he goes, first grade coach... And he goes, hey, mate, Brett Seymour has done his shoulder. Do you, we want you to come on a camp. It's a bonding camp. You get to meet all the first graders. Obviously, you haven't met most of them because at that's, in that time, Resi's didn't come. We didn't train even close to first grade. We trained out in Aspley. They trained in Red Hill. It's like 40 minutes away. So they don't, we don't mix at all unless you're in the top squad and you come back later in the week to train with reserve grade. Yep. Anyway, so I was like, honestly, almost in tears. I'm like, to that XXX Mrs. I was like, I'm going to meet all the Brisbane Broncos first graders. I cannot believe it. This is crazy. So he's like, look, it's just going to be for the camp. Come away. We just want you to meet them, say hi, like, and then you go back to Clydesdales. Anyway, so I pack, he's like, pack your boardies, pack your singlets. It's going to be a great time. That's when I rocked up and we got ambushed, ambushed by the army camp. Oh, that was that camp. So yeah. they, I didn't, okay. I actually didn't realize that that camp was before you played. Yeah. Oh shit! So, okay, so I'm a, I'm 18 at the time, barely been in rugby league, mm. had no idea about army camps, and then like oh. I didn't know what army camps were. Fuck! I didn't know what army camps were. Like, I, never heard of them before. Never heard of them before. And then this, all of this shit is just happening. Whereas all the other boys, the first graders, they had heard, they had done army camps before, not as crazy as this one, but they'd done it before, so they'd kind of know what was going yeah. on. I didn't know anything. I didn't know any of the boys. I didn't know what an army camp was. So I'm getting stripped down on the Brisbane Broncos paddock <laughs> naked going like, what is happening? I'm, so I'm just doing what everyone tells me to do. Um, they tell you to put your phone away and then we get taken away for six days for the hardest army camp I've ever done. And I must- Six days is a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. Uh, and then I don't know, I must've done okay because that's what got me into the first grade squad. Yeah, of course. So they, wow. yeah, they, I wasn't supposed to go, but after the camp, you know, they rang me up and said, we want you to come in be with the first grade squad from now on out. Jeez, that's oh yeah. I did, again, I didn't realize I was four six. Fuck, that is that is wild. Fuck, wild. I, and I look back now, I'm like, how did you like get did, through that? So then you, so obviously you play 06 in Reggie's. Did you debut in 07? So 06, I was 18th man, and then there was one time where I wasn't 18th man. Um, this is this is how like raw I was. So I was playing Clydesdales at the time. I was New South, uh, Queensland Cup top try scorer. Uh, this is how raw I was. Crazy, yeah. Wayne Bennett selected the local league winger. <laughs> His name was Gideon Mazembe. He was a good friend of mine. So he, so you've got obviously you've got first grade, reserve grade, and then you've got under nineteens. But then anyone who's too old for under nineteens, they play in the local league. Yep. So he selected him as eighteenth man uh, over me, even though I was the, the reserve grade winger at mm. the club and the other reserve grade winger was playing as well so i was the next guy in line now that probably makes sense to you now but at the time at how did that time, make you feel I, I i remember 
he announced the team. Everyone was stoked for Gideon. I was stoked for Gideon as well. I walked straight out of my car and I started crying. Yeah, of course. Because I couldn't believe. Because it makes no sense, really. Because I was, I was so angry and I couldn't believe that he didn't believe that I could get it done and like that. Um, like, think about it. You're the reserve grade winger. You've been for it. We're in the first grade. This guy's not even in the first grade squad, I don't think, yeah. like, like full time. And he got pulled in as 18th man above you. That's how raw I was as a player. Yeah. And again, looking back, it, makes, it makes sense. But at the time, you're just like, that does, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't to make me. any sense. No explanation. And no, it was no explanation or anything. It was Ooh. just like Gideon. Anyway. So, yeah. And then I think I'm pretty sure later in the year, I was 18th man at real late notice. So I was, I, I was out. Um, so we just played Clydesdales. And I was at my mate's house. All the boys, we always used to go there. We were all drinking. And so, we, yeah, we're drinking. I was maybe two or three deep. <laughs> and let's just say, let's just, yeah, look, two or three drinks deep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I get a call from Andrew G. And he's like, mate, what are you doing? I said, oh, yeah, no, nah, nothing, just chilling. And he's like, mate, we need you on the next flight down to Sydney. Tatey's got an injury scare. And so I was like, fuck. So left what i was doing went straight home the next the next um like immediately left whatever i was doing yeah dropped everything yeah walked out the door gotcha and left yep went home <laughs> caught the first flight out to down to sydney they played i'm pretty sure the bulldogs yep and then so after the game we all went out we got back and uh they made me sleep in the hallway Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Fuck, how brutal. <laughs> so they made me sleep in the hallway because one of my um, roomies was hooking up with a chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, he was like, mate, just five minutes, bro. And he was, a, you know, he's a first grader. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah, sweet, sweet. Anyway, so I slept down the hallway the whole night. Man, footy teams are ruthless. It was ruthless. And so, but I didn't, you don't, back in those days, you don't say shit. I was oh, like, no. yeah, whatever, all good. I'll do it. And then I slept out. And then, anyway, so, yeah, and then, then obviously made my debut in 2007, the next year. Crazy. Yeah. It's a crazy. Cra it's a crazy story when you it's, think about it. It's like it because because soccer is so different to league. Like union to league, it's obviously tough, but it's like much and like much the same. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not it's not crazy. But it's a similar sport. Yeah. It's a similar sport. There's contact. There's tackles. Yeah. There's passing. You know, whereas soccer to league, it's just like just fucking. Well, totally well, well think about all the cross code people like Wendell, Union League, Carmichael Hunt, AFL, like blah blah. blah. There's no rugby league to soccer. Oh, no way. No like way. Yeah. The closest and, – and, and Herbie was playing soccer – sorry, playing footy from a relatively young age, I think maybe 14 or 15. Could right. you just Google it? I'm yeah. pretty sure it's like 14 or 15. That's the closest that it's come to um, like a soccer player coming and playing league. Right, yeah. Um, because he was a, apparently a decent soccer player – growing up obviously Pommy so they all play good football but he was a, a decent one and I think it was at like 15 or something he started playing league yeah which would have given him a bit of time to or maybe he played it as well as soccer growing up um but outside of that I don't know anyone that didn't play league and then like and played soccer like exclusively and then come over to league yeah so yeah I think it was uh, it seems like it was a similar time like he was still playing footy in, sorry he was playing rugby league in school, in school. Oh, okay. So it was, yeah. So, but he was playing soccer well before that. So he, he was, yeah. So he was part of the Man United development system before turning to rugby league. Yeah. But does it have the time there? Like the, the year? As in, uh, like, was he 14, 15? It just says he was at school. I can, I can look for it. Yeah. I, th I think, what I remember, I think he was playing league and soccer and he was obviously good at soccer. 
And then when he it was like fourteen or fifteen when he said like leagues what he wants to do. Right. I think. I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll be able to find it somewhere. Um, but he's clearly a fucking gun athlete. But outside oh, of that, yeah. I don't think there's anyone else that you know. I don't like. For example, I don't think Herbie, you know, from five till seventeen was playing soccer, mm. and then when he was seventeen started playing league. Oh no. Nah. Um, but. He's so good, Herbie. Far out. He's a B. I, he's one of my favorite players. He's now. honestly yeah. becoming one of my favorite players too. And just the how consistent he is. Yeah. Just how consistent he is. Anything there? Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a long article. I'm getting it. Just the age. It just says when still a pupil at grammar school, he was taken to Australia and spotted by the Bronx. Yeah, I'll have to find it later. Taken to Australia and spotted by the Bronx. So he must have been playing league to be taken to Australia yeah. and spotted by the Bronx. Yeah, you'd imagine so. Um, either way, fuck, it's, in, oh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck, it'll be good next year, the Dolphins. Oh, mate, it'll be so good. I'm keen for Dolphins next year. I'm keen to see I'm keen to see Herbie's career because he's a good-looking lad. Mm. He's turning into a star. I wonder what his personality like. As in, I've, I've met him a few times, so I know what his personality is like, but... I wonder whether he'll put it out there to become a superstar. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I, you know what? I wonder if he had any similar uh, struggles, struggles in the transition to you, just like personality-wise. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, pot- potentially. Mm. Yeah, because as I said, when I it was crazy struggle. So, yeah, when I did, eventually did come back to Bronx, I was like, nah, I'm talking shit. I'm fucking bantering. I'm carrying on. And that's when – so, like, if you – if you, for example, if you were a Warriors player and you saw me now, you'd be like, fuck, this is two different people. Yeah, right. But the, the Warriors guy was just a guy that was really afraid to put himself out there. Yeah. You know, just like, I don't want to disrespect anyone. Or, you know, I just want to be nice to everyone and not, you know, step on anyone's toes. I find it super interesting because, like, I, fu- I fully get, just like any normal person going to a new workplace mm. and, like, they're nervous, right? But, like, the Warriors was after your big year. So it's 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 interesting to see that you were still a bit like that after the yeah, oh, just, 08 year. I don't know. Just, just, just how it is. Just yeah. how it is. got to remember. So 08, bro, started playing footy in 2005. Oh, I, I know, yeah. You know, so it's three years to change, I guess, yeah, your, your mannerisms and the way you kind of carry yourself or whatever. It's funny because like by the end of, by just when I decided to quit footy, I was, you know, the, the team energy you know i was the the guy yeah. that fucking carried on and was like fuck yeah boys let's do it just funny how it's just growing up as well you oh, know for sure um but uh well jesus christ that's a long intro, that's a long intro. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. bloke lager it's on special all celebration stores across new south wales and queensland get into your local celebrations grab a case of bloke beer it's the beer of australian sport guys get into it enjoy it and you, you know where it started, baby? It started in this community. This community started this beer. So go and grab a case of bloke beer, whether it's the midi or the lager, from your local celebrations or Liquor Legends, IGA Plus Liquor, Porter's Liquor, um, Bottolo, you name it, independent stores, stock bloke beer. Got a segment here that I haven't actually don't know what yes. it is. It says rain eligibility update. And I swear, I don't know what this is, yep. but I have a sneaking suspicion my concerns yesterday were correct. So... It's funny you say that. So normally if like I make an error or something happens during the podcast, I'll text you straight away and be like, fuck, this fucked up, whatever. I had a feeling after you all left, I was like, I just had this weird feeling that I couldn't shake. I'm like, is there something I've missed that I was supposed to cut out? Like, I can't remember. So what I did was there's plenty of time left. Yeah. So I listened back to the whole podcast, did it in two speed. I'm like, it was only an hour. I got half an yeah. hour. 
get to the part where we talk about that. And when I said to you, was he born in a New South Wales or Queensland? And I took that as picking a state. And you were like, why are you saying that? I'm like, no, because it's, he's not born in Queensland. It turns out you were right about that. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> Rainy's a Queenslander. It's yeah. official. So that was, yes, you were right. That was Woo! for Kiwis and- Yes! Now, now- My I, son! <laughs> I have to provide- Give me back my son! <laughs> give me back my son! New South Wales, give me back my son! <laughs> I have to provide some context and I'll put that bit in okay. this show now. I, so I, I edited it a little bit. So I, I, I that, that part is gone. Yeah. So I did, no, no one heard that. So oh, no one heard it. Yeah. So I'm, go, I'm going to put it in this podcast. Okay, put it in this podcast and put in my strong, like, hang on a sec. What's yeah. going on here? Yeah. So I'll put it in now. This is, were you born in New South Wales or Queensland? If it's a no, which rain is, then it has to be, have you resided in New South Wales or Queensland? No, it's a yes. He was born in New South Wales. No, because this is no, 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 if he wants to play for Queensland. Oh, for Queensland. Yeah, yeah. Well, so if you, if you say, were you born in Queensland? No. No. And then it's, have you resided in New South Wales or Queensland since prior to your 13th birthday? And then if it's Why a do you yes, keep saying New South Wales or Queensland? Because, that, because that's the I'm, I'm pretty, mate. I'm, keep, going. Got so keep going. going. Keep going. Keep going. Kevin's so winging out here. Yeah, he's it's, fucking it's dawning on him right well, now. No, no, I'll, like, oh, I'll get. I will be in Queensland by the time uh, he's thirteen. I don't know. Uh, and then if that's a no, it's then it's father son rule. But you oh, know, so there is a father son but, rule. But the father had to have placed that origin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, mate. So I'm you still, are, like, I wish we didn't look that up because you would have been sitting around going, "Oh, we'll go when you're 18, mate." Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. Five years too late, bro. Nah, nah. It's, Dude, uh, I'm, still, so I'm still iffy on that. I'm still. He just looked it up. But there's players that played. That was back in the day. They've changed it when yeah. all you cunts cheated. Yeah, when you guys just go to <laughs> fucking English and everyone else. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll get. We'll, we'll be moved before we said anyway. Well, uh, I don't know. We will. Jesus. We got literally 13 years. I'm not staying down here for 13 uh, years. you will, bro. You'll. Nah, nah. I'll oh, fly, it goes, bro, it goes I'll fly pretty down quick. Board. How long you been down okay, here? Okay. What now? happens? Been, like what happens years? if you go up, play one year as, as under 13s in Queensland, and then come back down? Yes. So if you play, if you've resided there, I don't know what the definition of resided is, but just say a year, then it's which state did you play majority from years of under six to under eighteen? Oh, so, okay. so majority. But, but if you go from thirteens to eighteens, wouldn't that be less than six to thirteens? Hmm. Doesn't yeah. say it on this flow chart here. See, look, they, they, there's holes everywhere. There's holes everywhere, nah. baby. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you an update. It's obviously, it's still up in the air, yeah. but it's not as, as clear. That's the 13th thing, 100% right. That was for- When you aren't born in the country. For sure, yeah. And, and you're right. It says, were you born in New South Wales or Queensland? I took that as, if you're a Queenslander looking for New South Wales. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, so ignore that. So here are the criteria now. What state were you born in? That's going to be New South Wales. But then it's, which state did you play rugby league for the majority of under sixes to under 18s? I don't know what your plans are, but there's plenty of time to maneuver yeah. that one around. Yeah. Here's the big ones. In which state did you first participate in a junior rep competition? Boom. That's what I was trying to say so yesterday. So that's what you were saying yesterday. Yeah. And that, if it, like you could go up for a year, right? And tick yep. that box of Queensland. Yeah. Here's another one. Which state, in which state did you play school state rep for the first time? Boom. You could achieve both of those in the first year. Then Boom. there's in which state did you spend majority of kindergarten to year 12? Again, you can maneuver that however you, however you please. So like, then it says that at the bottom here, Application must be made to NRL CEO who will facilitate 
a review of your circumstance if there's no clear majority, which this is. Yeah. And then the third, the last bit was, did your father play State Rogen? Obviously, you didn't play State Rogen, but like because you were, you did play for Queensland under 19s, yeah. That like under 19s, like if it's up for debate to the NRL CEO, yeah. that could be a point also, in your direction. The NRL CEO has, has discretion. Yeah. So if there's no clear majority, the NRL CEO has discretion. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so good to hear, my <laughs> boy. He's a Queenslander. <laughs> and also, we can use the footage of me saying I was trying to have him in Queensland, but I couldn't. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, there's a lot go- There's a, a lot. Yeah, a lot of good updates for yourself for the last oh, 24 hours. That's a win. I knew I was like, hang on a sec. Like, before one, you've got to be in the state before 13. I was like, yeah. I'm sure there are players that have you know, grew up in New South Wales and then gone to Queensland. Yeah, yeah 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's the good stuff. Um, <clears throat> now, Josh had a car twist. Uh, original story, out of car, swap deal with Madison. Morning Herald is saying this is now unlikely. Dogs haven't ruled out a player swap, but they'd rather a front rower than a back rower. The Knights have now joined the race to get Adokar. While they want him, they wouldn't be willing to release either side of Viti brothers. The reason uh, of being, bringing them up is the dogs previously showed interest in them. The Tigers and Dragons are also keeping an eye on the situation. I tell you what, it's getting it's getting into an area where he almost has to leave now. Yep. Because the fact that all this is out in the open where they, they want to swap him, so... So Sydney Morning Herald is saying yeah. dogs haven't ruled out a player swap, but they'd rather a front row than a back row. So they're yeah. basically admitting yeah. that they are willing to let Adokar go. Yeah, of course. Of course, this is all in all the report. But, but there's yeah. so much fucking smoke. Yeah, and, and it seems like it seems very obvious that they need a front row forward yeah. from, from all these reports. And if he's been linked with two clubs and then two other clubs are monitoring the situation, yeah, I don't think Fox will beat the dogs next year. Yeah, Wow. I wonder if Melbourne make a cheeky little play for him. You know what? I'll tell you why they, I don't reckon oh, they Warbrook can. Oh, Warbrook and Coates. Well, no. They don't have any front rolls to give away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if they were willing to just release him and not, not yeah, swap it. Yeah, potentially. And then what? could you move Warbrook in the centres or, or Coates yeah. in the centres? Probably not. I, I don't know. That's you know, a, I wouldn't mind him at, at Nui, like, especially because they've lost Dom Young. So yeah. it's kind of a pretty fair replacement. Oh, yeah. I like They've got some good young guys coming through, but if you could have mm. a wing combination of Marju Young, uh, uh, Marju Adokar for sure it's not bad that sucks man because I wanted Adokar to be a part of their yeah their rebuild it's um, yeah that's that's really interesting because uh, are they is he on a massive wicket mm. and is Seraldo probably loves Fox like who doesn't love the Fox oh of course but maybe Seraldo saying we don't pay our wingers this much yeah possibly and, and it it's no secret how much of a mess their, their cap's been the last mm. few years. So maybe it's just a necessity type thing. But also, thing. isn't it like, it's it's really unfair on the Fox. It's like, oh, but that's why it. you paid so much for him. Exactly, yeah. Because two years ago, you were like, had no one. So mm. you had to pay overs for a winger because you needed some kind of star that's a good point. to come to the club. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, when the club's in a better position, and I know they didn't have the best year, but they're definitely in a better spot than they were a couple of years oh, ago. Absolutely. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, thanks bro. Like, we, we are going to play a swap you or whatever. Now, look, to be to be fair, the Fox will get his full contract, most likely, unless they make his life so bad that he's just like, man, I just got to get out of here. Yeah. But, like, what will probably happen is that he'll either get the same contract at the new club and then the player swap happens, yeah. or the new club will pay part of his contract, the Bulldogs will pay part of his contract. Mm. He, so it's not like he'll be out of pocket, 
But it does suck that, you know, when you needed the superstar winger just to attract some people, he came. Yeah. And now all of a sudden when you've been able to recruit, thanks to a guy like Adokar coming to the club, it's like, oh, sorry, bro. Mm. Like, and look, I know he's had some off-field stuff, but look, oh. let's, let's, be, <laughs> let's be real clear here. If he was a key player, as in, in their spine or whatever, had the exact same off-field incidents, yeah. we wouldn't be hearing anything about it. Oh, that was... As in, Barely. we would be hearing about it from the public. What I'm saying is Bulldogs would not be upset. Like, they'd be like, Oh, no, this is just an excuse to, to yeah, punish. It's, it's a massive excuse. Like, yeah. the idea that, let's say they had Burton gotten a punch on at the local footy. Yeah. Like, do you reckon that they'd be saying, oh, yeah, see you later, bro? Oh, no, not a chance. Not a chance. It's, it's interesting. Like, I know they need front rowers, the dogs, but it's not like their back line is, like, set or stable. Mm. Like, they've got Crichton coming in, who's going to be amazing. But everywhere else is kind of... got Kiraz. But like, do we even know where he, like he's going to be a winger or center? Oh, what I'm saying is, is like, of the whole back lines, you've got Kiraz. Yeah. But outside of that, who else is really there that's a top tier? Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're not yeah, sure how the young fellas go. coming through. Wilson and that. Yeah, of course. Of but, course. But when you come to top tier, one off playing finals footy. Yeah. And, yeah. and how good would it be to have, for the, for the young guys, to have Critter and Fox there? Mm. So mm. it's going to be a huge loss if they lose him. Yeah. It's. um. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen there because, like, they've almost forced his hand. How, why does Definitely. Adokar want to play for that club now that he's getting told, bruh, see you later? Sure. Look, unless Adokar's the one that said, come to them and said, I'm not happy, I want to bounce, mm. then, I, you know, I apologise, I got it wrong. But it, it seems like it's the club going, hey, mate, like, if you can find something else. Because this actually has been floating around for a while now. Mm. Remember last year there yep. was some yarn about it and they denied it? Yeah. Um, i got to say, like, you know, this Bulldogs rebuild, it's it's still a couple of years away. 100%. It really is. Like, you look at that squad and you just go far out competing. At, like, for example, look at the Gold Coast Titans squad. They're not out. They're there outside the eight. And, like, look how exciting that squad is compared to the Dogs. Oh, for sure. You know? like fuck. Yeah, like, you can see the pieces getting in there, like, slowly. But, yeah, we're still years away from oh. the Doggies. And that's why... You know, I know it's a joke, but you've got to stay patient sure. with the dogs. You yeah. really do because but the thing at is, least it, there's a plan. But even Gus says that. Like, Gus literally says the Tigers are in a better position than we are. Mm. Roster-wise. Roster, right, roster, yeah, like, salary cap-wise, roster-wise. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They're in a, they're in rough shape. They're in rough shape. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be – it's going to be – I'd like to see him at, at, uh, at the Knights. Imagine him like a cult figure at the Knights. Especially oh, if they go man. right next year. You know how many tries he'd score outside KP? Oh, bloody earth. Oh, my God. Yeah. He would score so many tries. Yeah, I think the Knights would be good. But And what's interesting, wasn't Saifidi one of the brothers being told that he wasn't going to get... That's why I wrote it down. That's why I thought it was interesting how the article said Knights don't want to let go of either of them. I thought if they... Because there was definitely reports, although a lot has changed for the Knights in the last few months. Like yeah. I, I remember they wanted to... They were looking at getting rid of... Bradman Best a few months ago. Yeah. And now he's freaking no chance. Yeah. So that's weird. Yeah, I think it's extremely weird, but yeah. yeah. All right. Huge weekend to be a Kiwi. Um, New Zealand versus Australian cricket. New Zealand versus Australian the footy. And New Zealand versus South Africa in the World Cup final. Jeez, the Kiwis are oh, killing it. Love, love that for the Kiwis. Like, mate, uh, first of all, I hope they lose to us, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, for them to be as good at sport as they are with how little population, it's um, it's actually it's outrageous. Well, when when we talk about the All Blacks, and again, I brought that book up the other day, I highly recommend it, the Legacy one. They're a tiny little country mm. that is the best rugby union team ever. 
basically. Crazy. Like it's ridiculous. It's like the fact that, what is it, 2 million people live there or something? Or maybe, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll more. It. I'll Google it. But it's not much. It's not much. Yeah. And they're this good at sport. It's actually insane. It's actually insane. 5 million. 5 million people. Mm. So there's like 22, 23 million in Australia. Yeah. And like, you know, we talk about rugby. Rugby league, they're, they're bloody awesome too. But then cricket, which is the second most played sport in the world, they made the World Cup final in 2015. They made the World Cup final in 2019. So they made the last two. They won the World Test Championship before we did. So mm. the, the one before we did, they won. I reckon, I honestly reckon they could make the Cricket World Cup semi-final uh, final again this time. Like, it's it's crazy how good they're going in. Well, per capita, they're probably the best sporting country in the world. They've got to be. They've got to be. Yeah, they've got to like be. The fact that they're even competitive against, like, our league side yeah. is, is pretty crazy. It's wild. Because you go, okay, not only is it they've got five million people, so essentially four times smaller, mm. uh, it's not even their main sport. That's, the, yeah. And they're still competitive against Australia. <laughs> not even their main sport, and out of all the footy codes, not even their main code. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's wild. Like we obviously prioritise rugby league here in Australia. Mm. If if I mean, you could argue, do we lose players to, you know, is it is it a better comparison by comparing the population of New South Wales and Queensland to, because that would be about. 10 million i'd say like yeah. together maybe or 8 million yeah possibly yeah that's probably that's probably a better yeah. that's probably a better, better comparison actually for sure and that that kind of evens it out a little bit but even so like imagine if like again we prioritize league imagine if they didn't prioritize union and all the all blacks were eligible for the new zealand kiwi side yeah like what would happen then yeah like and if they sorry like, not if they jumped over now like if they grew up playing yeah, grew league up playing it for sure well it's kind of like the reverse of Imagine how the Wallabies, Wallabies would go if they had Thurston, Inglis, exactly. Wendell, you know, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. yeah, per capita, Kiwis are on top at the moment. Jesus. Yeah, 100%. Like just incredible. And the fact that, you know, cricket is, it's not just like, oh, they're good at contact sport. Mm. Like cricket's, cricket's totally the, different. It's the complete opposite. And they're going decent. Yeah. And I remember it was like, what is it, 15 years ago, didn't they? Like, weren't they terrible at cricket? Like, oh, they were, they were bad. Yeah. yeah. They weren't good at all. Um, speaking of cricket, uh, Hammy clued one in this morning uh for sports bet so you'll be thrilled to know that england lost again last night mm-hmm. and they got absolutely pounded and like, didn't bast besto's <laughs> run partner got run out again yeah sucked in <laughs> so funny so england they won the last world cup mm. right and it was in england but so sports bet have a market team to finish bottom of the world cup england won 26 dollars yesterday they're into 12 dollars <sighs> and like a market that we can all enjoy. We can all enjoy. Yeah, look, chuck a sneaky fiver on that. It's imploding. Oh, um, so good. Packer up, boys. Always brought to you by absolute legends over at Sportsbet. If you're going to have a punt, you do it with Sportsbet. They're the best in the biz. Best in the biz. Do it responsibly. Gamble responsibly. You win some, but you lose more. Um, let's get into, well, brought to you by Sportsbet, Australian debutants. Yep. Heinz, debut for Kiwis. Flegler, or uh, for, <laughs> for Kiwis, <laughs> for Kangaroos. Flegler for the Kangaroos. Holmes uh, will come on for Cobo. Travojevic to come in with Tino and Haas rested along with Liam Martin. Australia have both Grant and Hines on the bench. NZ uh, 1-17. This is going to be an epic clash. I said on Monday, Australia 30 plus, I am not only changing that. I you couldn't believe it when I, you guys were saying that. Well, I think New Zealand are going to win. Really? Well, I sorry. I think it's going to be very close. Mm. But I'm, I'm going to jump on them at three bucks because... Oh, you reckon there's a bit of value there? I reckon there's great value. I reckon they can definitely win. Tino and Haas are out. 
Like, mm. I know we've still got great front rowers. And Martin. And Martin's out. And Kiwis are 1-17 to 17 from last game. I reckon they're a huge chance of winning. Yeah. I, huge I could, chance. When you boys are all going 13 plus, I'm like, what the... Are we looking at the same team sheets here or what? Well, that, I for some reason, I, I just didn't realise that they'd be resting all their players. I reckon yeah. at full strength, Australia, Australia could win 13 plus, but... I don't know, man. Leota and Fisher-Harris have already somehow You're found right. a way to yeah. beat. You are right, for sure. Like... Oh man, this is a good. They they smash Samoa, fifty <laughs> nil. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It was probably you know not not thinking straight on my. You know what I think it is. I think that because they were without a hooker, people didn't realize how good Foran would go yeah. there, and so the fact that I've seen Foran go well there now, it's like oh shit. Whereas like if they had a hooker that wasn't going that well, you could be yeah. like, look, there's just nothing they can do. They're just For not sure. going to be as good. But. Yeah, I, I reckon it's going to be a great clash. A great clash. I'm, I'm so pumped for it. And I, I truly believe... I, I If you had gun to head, I'll probably tip a New Zealand. Really? Just just this weekend. <clears throat> next week, I'll tip Australia. Okay. Full strength. But okay. next, I think I'm tipping New Zealand this week. Okay. Uh, England versus Tonga. I reckon Tonga value there as well, to be honest. Jeez, me, um, my comments of saying, listening to the England commentary, <laughs> that, yeah. super biased. Got some, uh, <laughs> some Pommies knickers in a knot. Oh, they, um, but I did actually. <laughs> oh, mate! I got some uh, actually some good like a comment from uh, on Instagram from a guy, that, and he was re- he's polite about his disagreement. He wasn't fucking sucking like, like a little that, baby, yeah. uh, and and he did bring up a really good point. He's like, listen, man, like the reason why they have to be so like pro England and pro like you know not necessarily biased, but just pro England yeah. and excitable or whatever. Uh, it's because like they very rarely get an opportunity to showcase the game. I think it's on BBC One or something like right. that. And so what they're trying to do is is to the a million people that are watching, eight hundred thousand are watching, is like make them enjoy the game as much as possible. And they're in, you know, the people that are watching are mainly English. Yeah. So that's why it is kind of like that. For sure. Um, because I, I I said on the podcast as well, I don't mind the actual commentary. I think their commentary is good. Mm. It was just like, um, yeah, it was just like you could hear it was biased. But like to be clear, and like that was just an off the cuff chat. Like it's not like I sit there going, I can't. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. right. But sometimes I forget how many people listen to the podcast. So yeah. like it doesn't bother me that much. It was just uh, something that I noted. And isn't it funny that like um, it, I reckon part of that because I totally agree. Like England commentators, they piss me off as well. <laughs> but New Zealand commentators, when they're biased, which they are. I love it. I think it's like, I think it's sick. Yeah. But I think it's just because one's England and one's yeah, New Zealand. See, but you got to remember how it came up though. Because what I said was initially, it made me think, are we this biased? Yeah. Do people listen to Australian commentators and yeah, go true. far out there biased? That's that's how it come up. True. Because that's what it made me think. It'd go far out. Do, do English, the Pommies and Kiwis listen to us talk footy and go, fuck, these guys are biased. And because yeah. we're Aussie, we don't know it. For sure. Uh, to be fair, I do see a lot of comments from Kiwis, typical Aussie bias, so maybe. The Warriors do cop some like... <laughs> oh, they do, yeah. Some they pretty do. like rough commentary. <laughs> they go, what they, the hell? They really do. Just on an interesting point you make about how many people listen to the podcast, I always forget that new people listen all the time. Mm. Like, I just forget that. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I was looking at a punters and dribblers post from... Scotty Bellotti mm. and someone commented and like one of them was me with like scissoring and someone was like can someone explain the Maddie and scissors thing and I'm like fuck wow that is, yeah. I mean to be fair it was two years ago it was two years it was fucking nearly three years ago my missus saw that and she's like it's a joke that has to die <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> best joke ever. That was so funny. Because, um, like, for, for listeners that, you know, our biggest episode this year was 100,000. Yep. Like, so it's just us sitting in a room here. Yeah. If we, if we had a stadium of 100,000 people, you know, we would... It's, we, we, like, look, we wouldn't change what we say, but it's a different energy. For sure. It's a different energy. And that's what's so good about podcasts. It feels like, you know, you're driving right now. feels like you're in the room with the boys and we're just fucking chopping it up. We're just talking shit. So that's what's great about it. But when you're in the podcast, you don't realise that there are tens and tens and tens of thousands For of sure. people. For sure. It just feels listening. like we're all just... Was, I, I reckon even live shows are slightly different. It's just different energy. Yeah. I remember we, the first live show that we did, like I tried to talk normally and I was like, the, the energy is just weird. Mm. Like it, I tried to be calm and I'm like, no, nah, you can't do that in live shows. You need to be, you know, high energy, you know, because they're sitting around, they want to be entertained. Um, yeah. So that, like you just forget that with podcasting. You're just sitting there. For sure. Know, just chewing the fat, talking shit and there's so many people listening. So um, yeah, but... 100,000 downloads for an episode. That How is crazy is like, that, eh? That's so insane. Like the whole AFL grand final. Like the whole crowd. The whole crowd. That's people listening to us talk nonsense. Mm. Crazy. Wild, isn't it? And like, you know, an average of, you know, anywhere from seventy to 80,000 like per Monday episode. Per Monday, yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's a, an accord stadium per episode. It's ridiculous. When you really think – I heard um, Dill Barkley talk about this. When you really – think about or you're because it's just a number when you look at it mm. but if you think about it as people a whole person right it's crazy Eighty thousand whole people yeah like with their own lives doing their own thing yeah you know just it's funny the amount of people that like i run into and they're like holy shit like i'm he i'm hearing you speak in <laughs> real life <laughs> this is what this is like this is what like you're a person i'm like yeah, yeah bro that's what's doing <laughs> it's on the beat what's going on bro oh so um, funny so cool Anyway, but in very like, look, incredibly grateful though. Like, oh yeah, fuck, luckiest. I tell you one thing in this workplace, you'd never hear anyone complain. Now maybe that's because I walk in here looking shitty all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but if I did hear people complain, I'd be like, mate, pull your head in, son. Nah, nah, no way. I've not worked with, not with actual jobs. Now. I've worked actual jobs. Yeah. Like, th so there's there's jobs and there's actual jobs, and I think physical labour is actual jobs. Yeah. Now that's I'm not saying office jobs aren't hard. But office jobs, there can be a tendency to like do some work, chill out, do yeah. some work, chill sure. out. But like, you know, working in a, a cold terminal where phones aren't allowed and you're working, whoa, to go. Like you work, you rock in from seven till I think it's like 10. You go in for 15 minutes, you have your feet, you boom, you straight back out there from 10.30 or whatever till one, have your feet, boom, straight back out and then one till five or, you know, whatever you end up working. Um, yeah, there's no phones out chilling, fucking, talk, yeah. you know, like none of that. It's just work, just work. And if they, if like a supervisor walks past you, and he sees you're not working, he's coming over to you going, "What, what, the, what are you doing? What are you doing?" Jesus. Um, yeah, and like covered in coal and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure there, there's, um, well, I definitely know there are way harder jobs than that. So when I compare that kind of work to mm. this, I'm like, it's this can't be classed as work. I don't class it. As I work. don't class podcasting as work. No, not not there's, a chance. There's not a single time where I come into podcast and I'm like, oh, I've got to go to work. Seriously, same. Yeah. So it's funny. Like Mondays are easily our biggest day, and like, I don't mean to sound like a fuckwit, but like on Sunday nights when I, you know everyone hates, I'm actually like, oh sweet, if we've yeah. got a good show coming, I'm pumped. Yeah, and that's and that's why we know we're lucky as anything. 
And like people always go, oh, yeah, but you worked hard. I'm like, yeah, but mm. I was lucky to be born in this country. I was lucky to be born with the parents that I had. I was lucky that, you know, I went left instead of right. Like there's so yeah. many things that you don't have control over that lead you to a point of making this decision. Yeah. Like me personally, just my personal belief, I don't even think free will exists. <laughs> I don't think it does. Think about it. Okay. Let's go thought process here. Okay. What makes you make a decision? Okay. So like, Think about like when you're like, what are you thinking about right now? Um, what I'm going to say next. <laughs> like, what, okay. So, but what are you thinking about? Right now? Yeah. Uh, switching these fucking things, right? Switching. The, okay. What, what made you think that? Uh, like, did you, you finish, just, did you, are you deciding to think those thoughts or are they just coming in? No, they just, they just, they just happened. Exactly. Yeah. It's like autopilot. But so that's what I'm saying is like when you're driving the car and a thought comes into your head. Oh, I've got to change the tires on my car. Yeah. Where did that come from? Oh, yeah, true. I get what you're saying. It's it just, just comes a, out of nowhere. It's just a series of events that led you up to that moment. That's all it is. Like you don't, that the free, okay, for example, where did the thought come from for me to start bloke? I, so did yeah. I really decide to, like I did decide to do it, yeah. but did I, did I choose to decide to do it? Or did an idea come to my head and I thought, oh, that's a good decision to take. So, And then also what prompted me to say yes rather than no? So you're saying that like you're just lucky that that entered your head? I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that everything culminated in my life for that to come into my head. Gotcha. Now I see what you mean. So like all of the events from woe to go as a human being, mm. like every single moment just leads you to the next moment. Yeah. There's, there's no like, oh you know, I'm deciding to do this, but what made you, what's the, think about the thought before deciding to do that. That's a great point. Cause I think, I'm sure a lot of people think about sliding doors, big sliding doors moments mm. in their life, but everything's a sliding doors moment everything. to everything. Everything was the, the butterfly. Me, me saying this word right now, what made me do that? Yeah. Like, you, you know, there's no, there's nothing behind that. Wow. That's really interesting. I don't think free will exists. Yeah. That's why, of course you've, you know, like, then you'd go, well, then we're never going to be responsible for anything we do. No, I'm not saying that because then, because that's what you, well, that, that would be the argument against it. Like, well, then you're not responsible for anything you yeah. do. It's like, no, you can still like, you're still responsible for your actions. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, so just because you don't know where it came from or free will doesn't exist, doesn't mean you can't be held accountable for what you're doing. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know if free will does exist. Mm. I don't know. I think that it's you're just a culmination of everything that happens in your life. And then you react to that. Yeah how you would react to that. I mean, you've convinced, it's <laughs> fairly convincing. To be honest, you? bro, way smarter people than me think free will exist. So okay. <laughs> just fucking, I'm just, just my opinion. Just my opinion. Is it, yeah. It's anyway. Good Interesting. What were we talking about? We'll go and fuck ourselves. Have a good weekend. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.